0: nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain. Boys, David Crockett. I'm Lee
1: Coming to you from the D Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon. This is Don't Tread on America. you it's thursday let's rock out come on let's do it all right guys how's everybody doing out there today it is thursday october 5th 2023 how's everybody doing out there today uh wrong button there it is (laughs) all right guys let's get into the business got a quick little show for you today Uh, and uh and 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 it's sponsored by what what are we bringing what is this show being brought to you by that's right the d tom store guys Make sure uh, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on you, make sure you are subscribed to the show. You follow the show, and then you share the show. If you're on Apple and or Spotify, you go ahead and give us a five-star. If you want to leave a review, that's fine. That'd be great. Just helping the show out doesn't cost you a thing. Doesn't cost you to follow the show. Doesn't cost you to leave a review. It helps me out immensely, though. Now, when it comes to spending money go to the d store check it out i <laughs> uh, got a bunch of stuff on there got some t-shirts got some barware, uh, uh hoodies tank tops not that it's going to be tank top weather much longer in most parts of the country but nonetheless they are there and um it's free shipping guys you know if you're outside the country where the free shipping may not apply i'm not sure how that works but uh, you still can use promo code DTOM. In the meantime, those of you that are here in this country, you can get free shipping. And that's actually better than 10% off because depending on where you're, what you're buying and where you're shipping, it, it can cost a little bit. So um, if you guys could please just help me out. You know, you're helping the show out. I'm not taking any of the money in. I'm just using it to pay for the stuff I'm doing for the show. Anywho, if you want to follow us on social media, we are Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker. And then we are on the Twitter X machine at DTOM underscore 1775. And if you want to follow me personally, it's PCGC underscore 1775. And if you're not on social media, that's fine. I get it. You can follow the show at the, the website. i got a website. It's don't tread on America.com. So, follow me there. Uh, you can subscribe to any of those situations. You can send me messages. You can ask me questions. I said this before if you have an idea for a shirt or something along those lines, send it to me. You know, we'll see what we can do. If it's something that we can do and we sell them, you know, I can share the profits with you or something. We'll figure it out. All right. So, quick show. I tell you what, I mean, unfortunately, what I hate to do when I do shows is have to talk about what everyone else is talking about. But. Um, I think I just want to give you my two cents on what's going on right now and, uh, you know, take it for what it's worth. Um, I will be going on vacation again. Yes, I know. In two weeks. Not well, it's odd it's Thursday, so obviously not this week, uh, that not this coming week, but the following week. I will not be in town. However, I am trying to motivate myself to do a couple of shows so they'll be in the hopper and I can program as i'm learning the tricks of the trade i can program those shows to download uh during the time that i'm out so i don't want to tell you what i'm talking about um you'll just have to pay attention and like i said by doing that if you follow whatever app you're listening to this on that was a loud water bottle <laughs> you'll uh, you'll get the you'll get the alert when the show uploads right all right take a drink of water 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 Alright, so, well, uh, McCarthy is out of speaker, and I don't have a problem with this, um, and I think Congressman Matt Gates, you know, I think he explains it pretty well right here, maybe, if my video is here now, here it is. To whose benefit?
0: People have called you a narcissist. People say that is to your benefit alone. Is it to the benefit of you? And to Donald
1: Trump. It's the benefit of this country that we have a better speaker of the House than Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy couldn't keep his word. He made an agreement in January regarding the way Washington would work, and he violated that agreement. We are $33 trillion in debt. We are facing $2.2 trillion annual deficits. We face a de-dollarization globally that will crush Americans, working-class Americans. Kevin McCarthy is a feature of the swamp. He has risen to power by collecting special interest money and redistributing that money in exchange for favors. Uh, We are breaking the fever now. And we- Here you go. Um, Is he wrong? i really don't think so and and the reason i say this is this okay so if you guys recall back in january when he finally won uh the speakership or i think that's what, how you say it so uh, just a little flashback let's get in the wayback machine we'll go back to back to early january and Uh, Representative uh, Kevin McCarthy, he was elected Speaker of the House after multiple days of negotiations and 15 rounds of voting. Now, before I even talk any more about this, (laughs) did we not see this coming? I mean, if you recall, go back and think about what happened back on that day, January 6th or 7th, whenever it was, when that vote took place. You remember the shenanigans and the dealings and the negotiations with Matt Gates and whoever else they, they had. A, and you had 15 rounds of voting for this guy to get confirmed or, you know, whatever the terminology is. Did we not see this coming? I mean, granted, maybe we, we didn't think it was going to happen this soon. Maybe we figured, oh, they'll give him two years and then, you know, maybe Democrats end up taking over the House, whatever, whatever. But his election followed a chaotic night on the House floor, including an extraordinary confrontation between McCarthy and Matt Ra- uh, Matt, Matt, <laughs> Matt Gates during the 14th round of voting. Now, this was the longest speaker contest in 164 years. Okay, now if you recall, he he had to make a bunch of deals with the Freedom Caucus and amongst other groups. And here's a list of some of the major concessions and promises that McCarthy made over the course of the negotiations before he was elected Speaker of the House. And this is important because I really think people forgot about this. You know, you, Matt Gates is getting a lot of shit. Andy Biggs is getting a lot of shit over their votes. Uh, Nancy Mace is getting a lot of shit over their votes. There was, what, eight, eight uh, Republicans that voted for this. Most of which um, was in the Freedom Cau- Caucus. Uh, I'm surprised that Lauren Boebert's name wasn't in there. Now, come to find out, he uh, Kevin McCarthy was greasing the wheels a little bit. I don't know if she threw him a handy. I don't know what the deal was there. But nonetheless, she did not vote for him to be uh, released as Speaker. But whatever, whatever. The... <laughs> if... If someone's getting elected in this situation, whether it's whether it's uh, McCarthy or whoever, and you you have 160 or not 164, you have um, what was it? Two nights, I think it was, um, of you know multiple days of negotiations, 15 rounds of voting to finally elect this guy, and he's making these these concessions and these um, these deals. And, and then when when one of those things, that which I'm going to tell you here in just a second, actually got done, <laughs> people get all pissed off. You didn't get pissed off when they signed the deal. So realistically, realistically, if you want to blame anybody for this, blame Kevin McCarthy because he was so eager to be Speaker of the House. He's like, yeah, whatever, I'll do it, I'll do it. Well, this is what you get. Thank God. I mean, in all honesty, say what you want about Matt Gaetz. You might hate him. He might be a pompous asshole to you, and that's fine. I'll say this about Matt Gaetz, and he's not my representative. Yeah, he's from Florida, but I don't live in his district. But I will say this about that. At least he, of all of them, was in a group of people prior to to McCarthy being nominated or elected as Speaker... And said, these are the things you need to do. If you want my vote, these are the things you need to agree to. McCarthy's like, yeah, I'll do it. Then when he didn't do it, Matt Gates stuck to it. Unlike most politicians that tell you and me and everyone else a bunch of bullshit to get elected. And then when they don't uphold their end of the deal, we're just like, oh, well, what are you going to do? Oh, well. Oh. And then when they go to get reelected. We go, oh, well, it wasn't that bad. What are you going to do? You know? So I, now let me put that down. I applaud Matt Gaetz for having the balls to stick to his guns and say, if you don't do this, you are going to be gone. And by God, he did what he said he was going to do. Finally, finally, a fucking politician, a congressman that says, I don't like you anymore because you're not holding up to your end of the deal kudos Now one of the things that Rep McCarthy agreed to number 1 any member can call for a motion to vacate the speaker's chair boom you signed the agreement asshole did you did you really think I think in Kevin McCarthy's pompous arrogant ass you could like I said you can say whatever you want about Matt Gates he does come off like that I get it but Kevin McCarthy said, yeah, I agree to that. I agree that any member can call for a motion to vacate the speaker's chair if I don't keep up with my word. But then you proceeded for the last nine months to not keep up with your word. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? He thought that no one would have the balls to actually do it. That's what he thought. And uh, Matt Gaetz said, you know what? Fuck you. So I applaud him for that. He's going to catch a lot of shit, and he's going to keep on catching a lot of shit, and it's not fair because you guys all agreed to this. <laughs> it's not like it was a back-door McGillicuddy Jones that no one saw coming. It was number fucking one. Number two, McCarthy's leadership pack won't play in open primaries and safe districts. So he his his action committee cannot be involved in easy races, essentially. Okay. Hold votes on key conservative bills, including balanced budget amendment, congressional term limits, and border security. What are the top fucking things right now going on in this country in that fucking uh, Capitol building? Right now, what's going on? Border security out of control. They can't fucking balance a goddamn budget to save their lives. We had to extend the fucking thing again because these cocksuckers can't fucking make up their minds on a motherfucking spending bill. And number three, what was it? Congressional term limits. <laughs> what? Uh, did what? Uh, he what? Uh, no, we're not doing that. So the top three things, number one, that you just agreed to, you guys haven't done. You've been there for nine fucking months. I talked about this the other day. The bills, the 10,000-some-odd bills that are on the plate right now, not one of them involve any of these things that I just said. So if you guys want to be mad at Matt Gates. Cool, your prerogative. Be mad at Kevin McCarthy for not holding up to his end of the fucking deal. Um, Debt ceiling hike must be paired with spending cuts. Boom. Did he do that? What are we doing right now? Oh, we had to have a 45-day extension. And this is what's going to happen with all this shit going on with with McCarthy being ousted. Now they got to get another speaker, and so on and so forth. They're going to blame all this on on those eight individuals for fucking up the spending sit and shutting down the government. Guaranteed. Watch, watch what happens. <sighs> um, blah blah blah. Move twelve appropriation appropriations bill individually. Hasn't done that. More Freedom Caucus representatives on committees, including House Rules Committees. I'm not sure if that was done. Uh, Cap discretionary spending at fiscal 2022 levels, which would uh, amount to lower levels for defense and domestic programs. Not done. Allow 72 hours to review bills before they come to the floor. Now, this is something that kind of pissed off the Democrats the other day with the spending extension thing because they were not allowed the 72 hours give members ability uh, to offer more amendments on the house floor not sure if that was done or not create investigative committees to probe the weaponization of the federal government they're working on it and i have a story about that here in just a little bit too restore the holman rule which can be used to reduce the salary of government officials hasn't been done so, when I ask the question, are you surprised that this happened? The consensus should be, no, I'm not surprised. But the consensus also could be, yeah, I'm very surprised. And why am I surprised? I'm surprised that a politician actually had the balls to sign a deal with somebody and said, I'll vote for you to be speaker, but you need to do these things. And when he didn't do these things, he called him out on it. Way to go, Matt Gates. That's all I got to say about Matt Gates, and if if they don't cut a deal on the spending limit and the set the debt ceiling and all this bullshit in the next forty some odd days, I still don't blame Matt Gates for that because you know why? They had a fucking year to get that done. You cannot wait to the last minute. Okay, you remember when you were a kid? And you had a project. Oh, you, you, you're you you're in science or whatever. And you got a project. And the teacher gave you two months to work on this project. And it's due tomorrow. And you haven't done the first fucking thing for your project. And then tonight you got to get it done. Is it fair to the teacher that you waited two months to, to work on it in the last minute and then you didn't turn it in? Is it fair? Are they allowed to give you an F? Sure shit. And right now, I think we need to give Congress an F because they aren't holding up to their end of the deal and they lie to us on a constant basis i know this that's i this could be a news of the obvious statement right but to, to actually have somebody say you know what you got my vote because you made these deals and you're not holding up to your end of the bargain you're out if in 40 however many more days we have until the the uh the deal for the debt ceiling is reached. If we surpass that and they have to shut down the government, tough shit. Don, you can't say that. It's the government. I've already gone over this, guys. If the government shuts down, you'll be all right. They'll figure it out. They always do. And the government shut down before It's not like this is the first fucking time we've had this conversation. Hell, I've only been doing this show for a little over two years and this isn't the first time we've had this conversation. So, go figure. So... I don't blame Gates. I blame McCarthy for all of this. Because you agreed to this. And then you didn't hold up your end of the deal. You didn't do anything you said you were going to do. So, good riddance. I didn't want you there to begin with. Because he sucks. He's a rhino. He's a jackass. And I don't like him. And I'm allowed to. Because you know why? I'm America. Anyway. So, who takes his place? Now, you've heard a bunch of names. Jim Jordan. um, I I don't know all the names. You've heard about... 456 names. Two names I want to talk about and just briefly. I think in my personal opinion, if I had to guess, it'll probably end up being Steve Scalise. Now, is that the better choice? I don't know. Um Jim Jordan, probably probably the most conservative of them all. Um Steve Scal- Scalise is what they call the 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 whip, the majority whip. Um I think he'll probably get it. I don't know that Jim Jordan necessarily wants it. So, I, I really think maybe sometimes that's your best choice. You know, maybe somebody that doesn't want it is your best choice because they're actually, they might actually do, do the job, if that makes any sense. But then, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I know one name that's been floated around and, and is interesting now that Trump's name has been floated around. I'm not sure that he would. Take it. But um, you know, he did. Uh what in the fuck is going on with Twitter? He did have this to say earlier. Who should be speaker? Who should
0: be speaker, Mr. President? Uh, a lot of people have been calling me about speaker. All I can say is we'll do whatever's best for the country and for the Republican mm-hmm. Party. Would you take a job? You take Taylor. A we have some great, great people. Would you take a job? A lot of people have asked me about it, I'm focused, you know, we're leading, I don't know if you I'm sure you don't read too much in the papers, but we're leading by like fifty points for president. You know, my focus is totally on that. If I can help them during the process, I would do it. But we have some great people in the Republican Party that could do a great job as speaker. Well what about you? Marjorie Taylor Green called for you to be speaker yesterday, Did you stop? Well I think she's a wonderful woman, Marjorie. A lot of other people that too. I'll do whatever it is to help, but my focus, my total focus is being president and quite honestly, making America great again because we are living in a country in decline. This is a country that's failing badly. We're not respected in the world. Interest rates are through the roof. Taxes are through the roof. Inflation is horrible. What it's done to us is eating us alive. Energy is now over $5. I would say $1.87. It's over $5. What's happened to our country with Afghanistan, that horrible removal, the most embarrassing moment, I think, in our
1: country. All right, so, you know, he goes on. I'm not going to... He's basically doing a campaign thing here. Um, I don't personally think he would take it, but, um, you know, could you imagine if he were Speaker of the House? If he, uh, you know, he... Uh, Had anything like this to say right here?
0: Let's indict the motherfucker. Let's indict (laughs) Crooked Joe Biden.
1: So, (laughs) um, and and that's another thing, you know, with Kevin McCarthy was, oh, you know, uh, we'll we'll start impeachment hearings or uh, inquiries. Impeachment inquiries. It's like. When Trump was president, not that he was not that Kevin McCarthy was speaker, but, you know, it's like we Republicans do not take the lesson. Like when when Democrats are in there, they would impeach Trump at the drop of a hat. Oh, he didn't wipe his ass right. Let's impeach the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And we let things go. I mean, realistically, day two of McCarthy being in there, they should have gone for impeachment. You know, inquiries or whatever, and get that fucking shit. No, you're going to wait nine months? I mean, come on. Come on, man. This is why we are in the way, in the, in, you know, in the shape we're in. Because we let the Democrats do whatever the fuck they want to us in this country, but then the uh, Republicans don't don't counter. They just fucking let it ride. And it's, and it's, it's frustrating. But, you know, one of the things that he was supposed to bring up and they were supposed to have a committee on was the weaponization of the federal government. And then this breaks yesterday. Exclusive Donald Trump followers uh, targeted by the FBI as 2024 electioneers. So, before I read this, what business is it of the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the whoever-A to follow, to uh, target or whatever um, Trump supporters? What's What would be your point? You're the Federal Bureau of Investigation. You have no right to target Trump followers, Trump voters Trump people that talk about Trump You have you have no right Now unless that person or persons Are calling for You know, whatever situation To go on uh, in the name of Trump Then okay, maybe You know, or if they're threatening physical, physical harm to Joe Biden Or someone like that, okay, maybe But to just say Oh, I'm a Trump supporter And then you're targeted by the FBI, and the thing is, is with the amount of podcasts that are out there, that are as big as mine, bigger than mine, smaller than mine, you don't think for a minute that if I'm sitting here saying Trump, 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 that they're not like done. Q, Florida, let's find that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not that now they're doing that. They, they probably, I'm not trying to say I'm some kind of big shit and I'm anything special, but <laughs> you, you know, right? <laughs> no, but seriously, um, if you talk about, if you have a Facebook or a Twitter or an Instagram or whatever, and you post pictures, Oh, Trump's my man, Trump 24, you know, da da da, You're on a list. If you have a podcast, no matter how big or small it is, and you have, and you sit here and talk about Trump, this and Trump, that they know, they know, if you have a flag in your yard or a sign in your yard, if you you know if you have a bumper sticker on your car that happens to be next to your license plate, and you oh i Florida license tag one two three four uh, go Trump you know, whatever. They put you on a list. Now they're targeting you. So the federal government believes that the threat of violence and major civil disturbance around the 2024 U.S. presidential election is so great that it has quietly created a new category of extremists. That it seeks to track and counter Trump, uh, Donald Trump's army of MAGA followers. The challenge of the FBI, um, I'm sorry, the challenge for the FBI, the primary federal agency charged with law enforcement, is to pursue and prevent what it calls domestic terrorism, without direct reference to political parties or affiliations. Even though the vast majority of its current quote-unquote anti-government investigations. Are of Trump supporters, according to the classified data obtained by Newsweek. The FBI is almost impossible position, says a current FBI official, who requested anonymity to discuss highly sensitive uh, internal matters. The official said that the FBI is intent on stopping domestic terrorism and any repeat of the J 6 attack on the Capitol. Uh, but the Bureau must also preserve the constitutional right of all Americans to campaign, speak freely, and protest the government. By focusing on former President Trump and his MAGA supporters, the uh, official said the Bureau runs the risk of provoking the very anti-government activities that the terrorism agencies hope to counter. <laughs> so we're gonna, we're, we want to counter, but we don't want to. We, we, we want to, but we don't want to, but we're going to have to, but we can't, but, but we want to because we're going to is if, if that makes any sense um and real quick on the j6 that just made me think of something so j6 insurrection whatever whatever you want to call it whatever bullshit line you want to call it. so you have the thing with the guy that did the stuff the other day right you know what i'm talking about the guy no uh i can't think of his name on bowen bowman whatever pulled the fucking fire alarm trying to say oh, on, it's how you open the door because i'm a fucking idiot you know the whole thing was like i guess he had been a principal for however many years surely he's seen a fire alarm right and um so his excuses you know because essentially you have some people calling out for this is kind of like an insurrection grant it's an insurrection of one but whatever because under the the j6 rules the the insurrection quote unquote is the uh, obstruction of a fe- of a uh, federal uh, of the voting of the counting of the votes right i don't remember the federal procedure um, well, guess what Bowman did when he pulled that alarm. He interrupted a federal procedure. Now whether it was one person, a hundred people, a thousand people, interruption is interruption. So I would suspect that Rep Bowman is uh, gonna be throwing in the gulags with the J6 people uh, for 30 some odd years because he he broke the law. I'm sorry, he broke the law. <laughs> right. Anyway. So, this is interesting because, um, <laughs> and I'll close on this. I, like I said, it's going to be a short show. You're welcome. So, Homeland Security uh, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas in 2021 uh, was on uh, Fox News. This is when Chris Wallace was still on Fox News. And he was still on Fox News, but always a cuckold. But uh, <laughs> Chris Wallace asks, a legitimate question to uh, the new um, senator, or not senator, secretary of DHS, and uh, about Why didn't you about stop
0: them from coming stuff. into the country. We um, we did. We encountered them. Uh, they gathered.
1: Now this was in t- 2021. This isn't. Mike, yesterday.
0: They assembled uh, in that one location in Del Rio, Texas, and we applied the laws. My, we applied the public health law under the CDC's authority, and we applied immigration law. My question law. is, why did you allow them in the country in the first place? Why didn't you build, forgive me, a wall or a fence to stop them from walking in?
1: Or why didn't you just keep building the wall that was already being built, right, Chris? There's a
0: flood of people coming across the dam. It looks like a highway that allows them to cross the rail ground. It is this pol- the policy of this administration. Uh, we do not agree with the building of the wall.
1: So I we do not agree with the building of the wall, right? That's what he just said, right? That's what I heard. We don't agree with it. No, this just in. The uh, Biden administration and uh, DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas now claims that there is an immediate need to waive regulations and build border wall in Texas as immigration surges. He goes on to say, there is presently an acute and immediate need to construct physical barriers and roads in the vicinity of the border of the United States in order to prevent unlawful entries into the United States in the projected areas pursuant to sections 102A and 102B of the Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigration Responsibility Act of 1996. (laughs) Where was this a year and a half ago? when y'all took office, there was a wall being built. Had already been funded. Was being built. But no, what happened is the Biden administration sold off all the parts for pennies on the dollar. Now that the numbers are extraordinary of the amount of people that are crossing that border. Not just in Texas, but Arizona, New Mexico, California. And that you have states like Texas and Florida bussing these people to Chicago and New York and, oh, excuse me, nice yawn for you, <laughs> to all these sanctuary states and sanctuary cities, now it's a problem. Now you've got, like I saw a thing uh, in the city of Chicago, these people are losing their mind, the, the, the uh, citizens of, of that city, are losing their mind. Now, the funny thing is, I was watching a town hall in Chicago, and it's just regular citizens, just, you know, Joe Schmoes, you know, just regular mom and dads, husbands and aunts, uncles, grandmas, whatever. Just regular old people. You know what I'm saying? It pissed off about this. And the crazy thing is, the thing that kills me the most about all this is when you have your, your citizens of a of a city or a state or whatever bitching and complaining about a situation, blaming Your mayor or your governor. But in Chicago, obviously, we're talking about the mayor, Brandon Johnson. Uh, One lady, you know, this mayor, you know, he's allowing this to happen. And they're taking over hotels and they're kicking veterans out and da-da-da-da-da. You voted for this dude. (laughs) Once again, (laughs) pay attention to who you vote for. You guys voted for this. In New York, whether it's the city or the state, they're jumping Eric Adams' ass in New York City. They're jumping Kathy Hochul's ass for the state. Once again, both of those motherfuckers and Brandon Johnson in Chicago, just won re-election. It's not like they've been in there for years and you're tired of them. They just won re-election last year. This is on you guys. So... Let this be a lesson for the other 48 states out there. As voting, as you're probably coming around, I don't know, uh, this isn't really a voting year, but obviously next year will be. So whatever state, whatever city, wherever you live, as you might have a piece of shit mayor or a piece of shit governor... And then, all you know, because I've always said, yeah, it's important to vote for presidents and senators and congressmen and stuff like that. But most of your problems are right here at home. They're not in they're not necessarily all in D.C. I'm not saying there's no problems in D.C. Obviously, that's a shithole in itself. But it's just as important to vote for school board, to vote for mayors, to vote for your governor. That shit affects you directly. That directly affects you a hell of a lot more than what's going on in Washington. Believe it or not. So you can't sit there and sit and bitch and complain about these migrants. You want to blame Biden, but your governor or your mayor is allowing this to happen. Your governor or your mayor is funding these people to stay in hotels and kick veterans to the street. Your local government is allowing that to happen instead of throwing them at their asses back on a bus and sending them to fucking Mexico. If the governor of Texas and the governor of Florida can say, we don't want these people here, we're putting them in a bus, we're sending them to Chicago, we're sending them to New York, we're sending them to Martha's Vineyard, we're sending them in here, we're sending them there, why can't they do the same? Why can't Eric Adams say, uh, hop your happy asses right back on that fucking bus, how much does it cost to send them to Mexico? Oh, it's a, you know X amount of dollars, cool, be cheaper than fucking putting them in, in five-star uh, hotels. But they can't do that because that goes against their whole belief of sanctuary cities and everyone should have a right to to be in America until now. Because now they're like, oh, this is getting to be too much. Well, no fucking shit, asshole. So, guys, you in New York, you're stuck with Hochul. You're stuck with uh, Eric, well, I forgot his last name. But anyway, the mayor of New York. You're stuck with him. You got three more years. Enjoy. Brandon Davis or Brandon Johnson and... Chicago, enjoy. You're, you're stuck with them. You got them. You got them for three more years. You guys have fun with that. The other 48 states and cities and whatever that's you're going to be rolling around here pretty soon for voting on governors or voting on uh, mayors and shit like that. <laughs> do your fucking homework because the same shit can happen to you if you just sit there and say, oh, you know, Bob Johnson's doing a pretty good job. He would never do anything like that. That's son of a bitch. He just did it. Right. And then you got to be stuck with it for three four years. So, do your due diligence, whether elections are rigged or not rigged. I mean, if they are, it's probably more on a national basis. I I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. I can't make you go vote, but I also don't want to hear you bitching a plane when shit's going wrong. That's what I got to say about that. So, uh, I think this is a record short show. But, yeah, guys, just keep in mind, with what's going on, and you're going to hear a lot of shit, probably the rest of today, probably into tomorrow, maybe even into the weekend, on this whole Matt Gates thing. And uh, and, and uh, McCarthy, I almost said Andrew McCarthy, what's his name? Kevin. Kevin McCarthy. And you're going to hear how this is going to cause the government to shut. You're going to hear a lot of shit because the majority of these motherfuckers didn't want Kevin McCarthy to be ousted. Remember when I tell you this one thing. Kevin McCarthy's been Speaker of the House for nine months, almost almost nine months. Okay? In that time frame, he made promises that he did not keep. One of which was to balance the budget, control spending, lower the debt ceiling. So to sit here and say that if whatever happens in the next 40-some-odd days and the government shuts down, it's not Matt Gaetz's fault it's the person who's no longer theirs fault because had he done what he said he was going to do he would still be speaker and with that being said guys uh yeah today's thursday october 5th 2023 guys please make sure you follow us on social media at uh don't tread on america on facebook instagram and the ticker talker and on the twitter x machine where uh, D underscore 1775 also got a website don't tread on and uh don't forget whatever podcast app you're listening to. this on. Make sure you follow the show. Share the show. If you're on um, Apple and or uh, Spotify, you give us a five-star. Don't forget about D-Tom Store, guys. Come on. D-Tom Store. Come on, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys have a great day, and I will talk to you again on uh, Sunday. Peace out.